Welcome everyone to the Fail Fast Podcast. With you, Quinn Amor, I'm the host of the show. Today I have this herb specialist, a holistic and healing therapist, an entrepreneur that's been in business since 1975. With you, Grace. Hi, how are you? Very good, very good. So tell me, you, you've been in business since 1975, you started? Yeah, I, I started, I started a, um, a business, uh, a family business in Canada, in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, in 1975. Uh, it was uh, to, uh, um, it's a small store, it's a corner store that has all the needs for the community, okay? So... Um, you have um, the, you have from food to entertainment. You had a little bit of everything. Okay, and nowadays that has changed. So you no longer live in Canada. You're in yeah. Europe, and you have a almost like a little chain of stores. Is that correct? Well, right now we have. I have three. Uh, I have a bookshop. And um, it, it's uh, an art shop also. Then I have a herbal shop and I have an orthopedics store also. Okay, very And um, uh, at the stores, um, I myself teach painting and I also do a, a massage therapist. I'm also a massage therapist. And with all, all the business that you had throughout the years and everything, uh, guaranteed something went wrong, right? So you want to tell us about one of those, what failure do you want to talk about today? Well, I think what failed me was myself. I failed myself because I didn't think that I belonged. I didn't think I was good enough. And uh, I, always, I always had this feeling that I did not belong in this planet and I always wanted to go home and I never knew where home was, but I knew that I didn't feel comfortable in my skin and I knew that I wanted to go home. Uh, ever since I was a child, I always wanted to go someplace, somewhere, and I didn't know where. Now, uh, I became, uh, a few years back, I became, um, I had a lot of questions and I, and I had no answers. So I started searching for, for the answers. First, I became a, a Reiki master. Uh, I became a, a, t a tarot specialist tarot also. A tarot reader, a specialist. I also uh, started um, reading uh, angel cards. I did. I went into the another kind of healing. Uh, that's and I knew that that was who I was, and I was always very ashamed of because I didn't want people to find out what I was capable of doing. Because living in Portugal, or even living in Canada, uh, people always brand you. They always give you these brand names, and they're never very nice, you know. Uh, 
a few years back when I started my uh, uh, health food store, if I told people that by putting my hands on them that I could heal them, people would say there was witchcraft. They wouldn't believe me. And so I kept silent and I never told anyone about it. Uh, I didn't tell my mother, I didn't tell my husband, I didn't tell my children, or maybe I did. Only my daughter knew a little bit of it. Uh, to answer your question, uh, yes, I was the failure. I failed myself because I did not believe in myself enough. Now, I don't care what people think. Um, when I have to do the Lord's work, I go and do it. If it's in the middle of the road, it's in the middle of the road. I don't care if it's in the middle of the street. If I see somebody that's walking and it's walking with pain, I'll just go up to them and I say, are you in pain? And they'll say yes. And I say, do you want to get rid of that pain? And obviously they always say yes. So right away, right there and then, I'll just, if I have to kneel down, I'll do it. And I'll do a prayer for them. A very simple prayer and 99.9% .9 of the time people walk away with no pain. Uh, now uh, people, they search for me, they know who I am, they know what, am I, what I'm doing. I don't do it for money uh, because now and saying this to a lot of people that are struggling Maybe you will not feel very comfortable, but right now money is not, not my object. Money is no longer important for me because I know the Lord provides for me. Uh, so I don't do it for money. Usually I do it for hugs. Well, and, and it's very wonderful, you know, uh, and I'd like to tell you about one of the miracles that happened to me. It was one of my first miracles. And um, we had a dog. We had a song, St. Bernard. And St. Bernard was my husband's guardian angel. And they had a very good connection. And she got sick. She had a tumor in her eye and she, it was cancer. My husband, he asked a doctor, uh, an eye doctor, a specialist, and to have a look at the dog. Well, anyway, the doctor said that um, it was cancer and that the eye had to come out. And I remember telling the doctor, I said, you know what? I want you to be part of the solution. I do not want you to be part of the problem. If you want to be part of the problem, I don't want anything to do with you. I will not have the eye taken out. I says, you know what? I'm going to heal the dog myself. I'm going to do it. And I started uh, working on her. And I would do it two, three times a day. Uh, I did not use Reiki on her. I no longer use Reiki. I'm no longer... Um, a Reiki master because I left all those energies back 
for the simple reason that we are in, um, in ascension. We are going into the fifth dimension. We are right now in the fourth dimension. We are already in the fourth dimension. And those energies belong in the third dimension. So I do not no longer practice anything that had to do with the energies of the third dimension. Now I work with different energies, uh, with these uh, beautiful energies, uh, healing energies, that it's only uh, God's energy, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, N nothing else. I don't invoke my angels, I don't invoke my guides, my spirit guides, I do not invoke angels, archangels, I do not invoke Saint Germain anymore, uh, or, or whatever energy that I used to work with. I do work with three people, and they are people, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, anyway, I started working on my uh, dog, on my Nana, and I would do it two or three times a day. First week, and, and, and you know, the, the whole eye was, uh, uh, you couldn't see the eye, and she had this mass, this, uh, it was a red uh, tumor outside, and for one week, at the end of one week, you know, I would do it two, three times a day, and I didn't see anything. And I think at the end of seven days, I looked at my husband, I says, look, it looks smaller. The tumor looks smaller, doesn't it? And he says, yeah, I think it does look smaller. Well, anyway, well, I, I didn't know that it was healing from the inside. It was drying up from the inside out. I'm going to tell you that at the end of 21 days, my dog had her beautiful eye back. She didn't have any, uh, anything left over from the tumor, and she could see again, and she was completely healed. So that was one of my first miracles that I saw happening with my hands. Then uh, one day, uh, the Lord told me that I had to walk home. And I was walking home. I actually had some friends here in the house. And they called and says, um, do you want anything for, what can we do for dinner? And I says, listen, uh, do whatever you want. I'm walking and I'll be home in a little while. And they says, no, don't walk. It's too hot. We'll pick you up. But the Lord had told me that I was supposed to walk. And I says, no, I have to walk. I'm walking home. So anyway, uh, um, a little ways off, there was two, two young boys. They were very tall, blonde, and they had what I recognized as um, uh, um, basketball uniforms on. And I noticed that they were not Portuguese because they were so tall and they were so blonde. They were not Portuguese. And I spoke to them in English, and I called up to them and I said, hey, and one of them was limping. One was walking with, uh, and you could see that he was walking in pain. And I walked up to them and I said, hey, boys, wait up. And they just looked at me and they looked back and they said, what does this little old lady want? And um, I went up to them and I says, listen, are you in pain? And he said, yes. I said, do you want to get healed? And he said, yes. And I says, okay, can I put my hands on you? 
And I put my hand, and he had ice on it, okay? He had a pack of ice, and he had it all uh, uh, with tape around, around his ankle. Well, anyway, the Lord tells me to ask people how they can classify the pain from zero to 10. How is it? 10 being the extreme and zero being nothing. So I asked him, he says, how much is the pain from zero to 10? And he told me 200. And I says, okay, I'm going to pray for you. So I got down on my knees and uh, I asked him his name and um, he told me his name and I prayed for him. And I told him, okay, in a few seconds, and I says, listen, uh, Peter, why don't you check the pain? Go to the pain now and check the pain and tell me where we are. And he told me, I'm a three and a half. Well, anyway, if he was a 10, he actually told me it was 200, but then the pain had already came down to three and a half. And I says, okay, three and a half is good, but I don't want good. I want 100% cure. So anyway, I kneel down again, put my hands on him, and I don't do anything, you understand. It's the Lord that does everything. It's Jesus that does everything. And I will tell uh, right here, I will let you know the prayer that I use and everybody can use it. Everyone can use it because everybody can heal. Um, well, anyway, I prayed for Peter a little bit more and I says, uh, tell me now, go to the pain and tell me how the pain is. And he says, it's all gone. And I says, listen, do something you could not do before. Because you see, all the answers are correct. If he had told me that one, that, that it was one or that it was two, that's how he felt that, uh, and therefore the answer was correct for him. So anyway, he tells me that there's no pain and he couldn't bend his foot. So I says, do whatever you couldn't do before. He bent his foot right there and he was uh, jumping up and down. He actually grabbed me up and hugged me and he was very tall so I was about 50 centimeters off the ground, okay? And so this man that I didn't know, and I told him, I says, listen, you don't have to be nice to me. I will never see you again, because you were from Germany. Uh, I says, you'll never see me again. So if you, got any, if you got pain, you tell me you got pain, and I'll pray some more. If you don't have pain, then we'll thank the Lord. Well, anyway, he didn't have any pain, and he went on his way, and I'm sure that he had a, a game that he had to play. Uh, here in Portugal and therefore he was he thanked the Lord so that was one person that I brought to the Lord and now at my store I have maybe 10 20 15 people that come in every day because they need to be healed and instead of uh, shooting in some pills they rather have a prayer done for them and if you want right now for your audience, I will teach everybody how to heal. Can we do that? Yes, I'm sure everybody's dying to know. Okay. But I have, well, I have anyway. kind of questions I want to ask too. So Good. Uh, Good. Well, anyway, if you go to the body part where you have the pain, and um, if it's in your back, if it's in your head, wherever the pain is, you grab your hands, and you put, like, suppose my head hurts. I'm going to put my hands on my head. It doesn't hurt because I'm a very healthy person, okay? I'm 66 years old, 
and I don't have a pain in my body. I don't have any sickness. I don't have anything. I don't take pills, even though I have a health food store uh, full of all kinds of uh, pills, teas, and uh, everything. But I, uh, thanks to, to the Lord Jesus, I don't need to take any, any medication. Um, well, and then you go to your head, if your head hurts or if your knee hurts, put your hand in your knee. And like if I'm praying for somebody, let's say right now that, that you have a pain. Do you have pain anywhere? Not right now, but up until a couple of days ago, I had a, I had a back pain. Well, you should have told me because you see, it works at a distance also, okay? And anytime you have pain, like people coming from Brazil, they call me from, uh, from Switzerland, they call me from France, they call me from all over uh, the place because they need healing. Also, um, if you have demons, and believe me, there are a lot of people with demons, and we cast them out also, okay? Like, uh, you have to understand that every disease is a demon, okay? It's a spirit that came in. And uh, like a lot of people that drink, a lot of people that smoke, a lot of people that take drugs, those are spirits that are controlling that person. And we can cast them out. And um, sometimes just in one session, the person can lose that spirit that's been with them sometimes since child, just since birth, okay? So we're casting out uh, demons also always in the name of Jesus Christ, okay? I don't do anything like I said, it's the Lord that does it, okay? I only put my hands on the person and I pray for them. I can do it, everybody can do it. Let me ask you, how about the people that don't believe in your God? That is the glory of it. Uh, I want those that don't believe because the Lord will show them right away. That's the ones that the Lord heals faster, okay? Usually I says, Father, show this person your glory. Uh, I had this man not too long ago. His wife came in to thank me because her knee never hurt anymore. And um, he came in with, with, with her. And uh, they live in Portugal now, but they were immigrants in the United States. So I usually pray in English so that the Portuguese people, I don't want them to think that it's, their mind is taken over and, and that it was uh, consequences of uh, suggesting that the pain's gone. So I pray in English and they don't know what I'm saying, okay? But you see, the spirit of pain knows. The Lord knows. The spirit knows what you're saying. So this man, his wife came in and she says, you know what, since you worked on my knee, it never hurt anymore. And he says, yeah, but my back does. Oh, I got lots of pain in my back. And I says, okay, what's your name? And she said his name was João. João, turn around. I put my hands on his, uh, uh, on his back, and he started to, to make a lot of faces. Well, I'm praying. I'm concentrating on the prayer. So, but I could see that he was making an awful lot of faces. Well, when I finished, and I says, uh, and he looks at me and says, what did you do to me? And I says, I prayed for you. I didn't do anything. The Lord, listen, if it was good, it was the Lord. If it was no good, it was the Lord also that did it. So he says, you stretched me. I'm taller. Look at me, wife. I'm taller. 
When I came in, I was crunched down and, you know, he was in a lot of pain. And he left and he said he was much taller. Okay, he says, look at me, I'm straight. So you see, the people don't, be, don't he didn't believe. He came along with his wife because she wanted to, t to thank me. But actually, he was just making fun of it. He says, yeah, I've got a lot of pain in my back. But I mean, that, that's not the, what I, what I want to know is not believing that you can heal them or not. Okay. The ones that don't believe in your God, the ones that have a different God than yours. Okay, uh, they do call the, uh, they, they call it uh, uh, the force of the universe. They call it Allah. They call it a Buddha. They call it whatever you want. But there's only one God, okay? It doesn't matter what they call him. They, they can call it uh, um, the creator of the universe. It doesn't matter what you call him. It's still the same God that created all of us, okay? So uh, if they want to call him Buddha, they can call him Buddha. So you're saying that uh, no matter what people's beliefs are, no, in, reality, it doesn't matter. in reality, it's always the same one. That, that it, It's always the same one, okay? It, it doesn't matter what you call him, okay? Um, he's only one. He goes by a lot of names. I believe he has 72 names. Uh, actually, there's a book out that's called the 72, the 72 Names of God. So he does go by a lot of names, and he doesn't get offended if you call him God, if you call him Father, if you call him Creator. Uh, just as long as you love him, that's all he wants, you know, and he wants to love you back because he does really love us, okay? So um, it doesn't really matter how you see him. So how do you deal with people that, that don't believe in the same things you believe and people that think you're crazy? And how, how do you deal with that and how do they deal with it? Well, I, I deal fine with it because you see, uh, uh, if it was, you know, uh, 20 years ago, if somebody told me the things that I'm telling you right now, I probably wouldn't believe them either, okay? I don't, I don't get upset anymore or anything like that. I just know that that person is not in the same level, in the same vibration that I am. And that person will have to walk some more to get into the level that I am. So I don't get upset if somebody doesn't believe me. That's quite all right, okay? He's not ready yet. It's not his time yet. Everybody has a time. Everybody, ha uh, uh, everybody has a different vibration. So uh, if somebody doesn't believe me, I'm not there to change their minds, okay? I'm there to tell them, and sometimes if I have proof, to show them. If they believe me, fantastic. They, they're waking up sooner. If they don't want to wake up, that's quite all right also. So you, you believe that... There are thousands of species. There's also quite a few uh, uh, different species than you know. Like you know the human race, right? But I'm going to tell you one thing. Here on planet Earth, there are more than humans living. Okay? We have in the, inside the Earth, the all of Earth, there's a lot of races living in there. And there's living, there's also... A lot of reptilians, 
there's also a lot of dra draconians living in there. There's, there are good races living also inside the, the hollow earth. Okay? So what is, what is the hollow earth? The hollow earth is real earth? Yeah, or? our earth. Okay, everybody thinks that earth is just a, a, a big, a, a big concrete thing, a big uh, ball that uh, is compact. No, uh, hollow earth exists and there are people living inside the earth. Okay, actually I am uh, friends with uh, uh, a lot of people that live inside the earth. So where do they... They are, are they, you can call them aliens, you can call them whatever you want, okay? But uh, they do live inside the, the, the earth. And they don't need oxygen to breathe or food uh, or sun? The, the earth is a, living, uh, is a living being, okay? And they have rivers in there, they have sun in there, they have everything in there, okay? So there's a sun inside Earth. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, that one, I, I have never heard of that one. It's incredible. So tell me more. Uh, how, how do they get in there? How does anybody get in there? Okay, there are portals, okay? There are a lot of portals. Um, uh, like uh, Antarctica is one of the portals. And um, uh, there are also a lot of other entrances, okay? Uh, for security reasons, uh, sometimes we're not allowed to say where they are. Like Antarctica, everybody knows there's one there. Um, it's well guarded, okay? And the governments know this, okay? All the government knows that we are protected, from the Galactic Federation, and they also know that we have a lot of uh, ships. Uh, they are beginning to, to, to be seen. Okay, there's a lot of ships to be seen, and we have been uh, guarded for a long time. So how do, if there's so, uh, intelligent and advanced species living among us and inside the earth, how have these species not been able to stop the pollution and the world destruction that everybody sees? It's, it's called be having a free will and they cannot interfere. But the Lord gave us our free will, okay? And the planet is, the planet is being changed like I told you at the beginning that we are going into the fifth dimension. We are at the fourth dimension right now, which is very bad, okay? Fourth dimension, uh, I would like to close my eyes, open my eyes and be on the fifth dimension. Because the fourth dimension, that's where the, the uh, Illuminati and the Cabal exist, okay? That's their, ter uh, the, that's their ballpark, okay? And they are much more intelligent than we, than we are. They are the, the um, people with the money. So they the, the Illuminati is a bad thing? Yes. They, are, they control the pharmacy. They control pesticides. They control what you eat. 
They control what you see on TV. They control everything because they are the people with the power and they are the people with the money. Well, uh, for, for you and for your um, listeners, they can Google uh, Inner Earth and the people that live in Inner Earth. Okay, so let me tell, ask you about, is there any book that has uh, influenced you and book that you really enjoy? Well, you know, um, one of the books that, I, um, that comes to mind, it's one that's called um, A Lot of Bodies and One Soul. And that's called, that's from uh, Dr. Brian Weiss. And uh, he tells about a lot of lives, a lot of incarnations, and only one soul. A lot of bodies and only one soul. So um, it tells you how sometimes, you know, um, you start to wonder, how did I know this? Nobody taught me this and I already know it because it's from another life, you know? Um, how can one person, like I look at myself right now, I'm 66 years old and I can do anything. I can cook, I can clean, um, I can paint, I can heal, I can do a lot of things. Why? Because I am a total of all of my lives behind me. Because you see, sometimes you cannot learn so much in one lifetime. You are a total of all your lives. So that's why a lot of people know how to do a lot of stuff. Stuff that nobody ever taught them. Because they brought that experience from other lives. So that is one book from Dr. Brian Weiss that I like a lot because it tells you, um, and it tells a lot of people that don't believe that there's a lot of, uh, that uh, uh, there is incarnation, you know, and um, that explains it really well. How about a word of advice that you would want to give everybody that you could, everybody that you could reach, what advice would you give them? I think that it's um, trust in yourself. Uh, do not walk on anybody else's shoes. Walk on your own shoes, but trust yourself. And you know what? You don't have to be happy or how, how do I put it? Do not give your happiness to somebody else. This means that you have a wife, you've got a husband, you've got a boyfriend, and you are happy because that person is with you. Suppose that person dies, that person finds somebody else, your happiness just flew off the window. You don't need anybody to make you happy. You have to learn to be happy on your own. If somebody is with you, fantastic. But if that person decides to leave you, fantastic. Okay, it does not make that person a bad person. It just says that the time with you has terminated. So this is what I think I tell the world. Be happy for yourself, not for somebody else. Very good advice. Okay, so I want to thank you very much for being a guest on our show. Thank and, you for having me. And I want you to, I want to wish you all the best. And again, 
Thanks for coming.